Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs, Jr. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage, while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. And for Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce, combat coaching is the flavor of the day. We're also helping men understand courting and marriage in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 175th episode, Why Catholic Wives Cheat and How to Handle It When They Do, Part 2. Plus, live calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So, getting that cue. Bam. And the quote of the day, all we as we always do, quote, no one, absolutely no one believes in divorce until they want one. End quote, Catholic Alpha. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, I am so sorry, gentlemen, and I want to apologize for you on the po- on the audio podcast. You're not going to know what the heck I'm talking about, but uh, I just want to apologize for my live listeners that I'm starting late. But man, that uh, I, I I know I keep using the same excuse, but I had internet problems again, and uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I might have to start just going to an audio podcast only. I don't know because. Um, it's taken me a long time to really get this right. I'm with Starlink. So Starlink, if you guys don't know, Starlink is um, is uh, up in the uh, satellites that Elon Musk has put up in the um, in the atmosphere. And they basically give people in rural areas Internet over the whole Earth. And so that's a great concept and it works, but um, it's really high. <laughs> and it's unstable. And so I kind of have to just deal with it. I'm not really complaining. It's just that when, you know, I'm, I'm trying to prepare for a show and I keep looking at my internet and it has one bar, or no bars. Then that lets me know that, that I'm having problems. So that's kind of where I am. And I guess I'm going to have to either go to an audio podcast back to doing just that or, um, trying to figure out how to get this right. And so, for you guys this morning, thank you so much for hanging with me, even though I came in late. But hey, you you picked a good time though. You hung around, and I am I'm very glad that you did so. But you picked a good show to hang around with, and of course today's subject while we're on it is what wives do when they cheat, how to handle it, why do they cheat, and this is part two, and we started off with part one yesterday. Um. 
Um, so we're going to hit the questions. Uh, only question I'm going to go over today is um, the one about what, how to handle it um, when your wife does cheat. And then I'll probably go over that again um, as in the conclusion. But I want you guys to know that it's very important that you understand there are many reasons your wife cheat. Uh, I get listed 40, but there's a lot, which lets you know that this is very complicated. Um, it's a lot of core stuff that goes on even before you guys were together that causes this kind of things. Because a lot of women don't know, don't know, don't, they don't know how to cultivate a relationship. Um, and so when things go bad, that's when you see the true person, right? When things go bad in a marriage or at a job or in the military or when you depend or in a, or in a game, Right in a football game in sports or something, when things start going wrong, that's the true character of a person. Um, and just so happens, women, um, when you, if you got a woman that's cheating, of course she that's a bad character. She shows her true self, you know. But here's what you got to realize about all of us: what we do is when things go wrong, what we do is we rationalize our actions so we that's the that's the brain that's what the brain does it tries to rationalize the immorality or give us a reason why we do stuff so this is why i'm going through this to get to so that you guys can like understand why your wife i'm sorry not your wife necessarily why a wife or a woman chooses to step out on her husband um and yesterday we we got we, we talked about 10 of them and we're going to do the other 10 more today. But first of all, you got to understand that when you, when a wife is cheating, the first thing guys want to do is go attack the other man. They want to confront him. They want to do all of this stuff. Well, I've, I've dealt with this many, many, many times And the way that works is the way I'm telling you. If you try to do it any other way, it's not going to it's not going to work out. The odds are, I should say, it's not going to work out in a very favorable manner. Um, first off, you don't confront the man. Why? Because it's really not his fault. Sure, he's a homewrecker, but he's 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 a pawn in the system. He's a bad dude. He's not a very moral dude. You know, he's probably got his own marriage problems. Usually a woman hooks up with a man that's married. Why? Because they both know this is temporary. This is why I tell guys, when your wife messes around, don't trip. It's a call to rebound relationship. And most of the time, those don't last. The problem is guys don't change. So when their wife stops screwing around on them and then she comes back, he's the same dude. So she's like, oh, you ain't changed. You're the same dude. I'm going back out here and get me somebody else or I'm not going to get anybody. And that's what usually happens. Usually once a woman finds out that it ain't all roses and tulips out there, she gets some sense about herself and she stops messing around because she's, she doesn't want to get used because that's basically what happens. When a woman cheats, she gets used. The guy's just using her body. He ain't trying to marry her. He got five... She got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten kids. She's got a husband. She's doing all this, you know. She's just trying to. Ha- she's just trying to have fun. So he thinks. But women, you can't just have fun because when you allow another man to violate your body, it damages you psychologically. So it makes no sense to even try to play that game. Women think today that I play this game of well, I can go super who I want to. But guess what? You getting played. You losing that game. And most guys know it. 
God sleep with you, man. A guy sleep with you, but he ain't trying to marry you. He ain't for what? You gave it to him for free. Especially if you already married and you out here. Most dudes, man, they not they ain't gonna marry you. They they see the problems. Look, we can have fun for a little while. And women think, well, this is you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a 2023 woman. No, you're a feminist and you and it makes no sense what you're doing. You're the one getting played. Not the guy. You're the receiver, not him. When I say receiver, you're receiving everything. Every guy you sleep with, ladies, you're receiving all the other women he slept with. Yes, you are. That's why you get damaged. That's why you can't think straight. That's why things don't go the way you think they're going to go. So it's very important as a woman, as a wife, that you understand you have completely opened up yourself to the diabolical when you step out on your wife, on your husband and your children, and it's nothing, nothing, nothing that you can do to rationalize that. Although you're going to try. So I'm going to help the guys understand. So when I go over these things, guys, try to understand the psycho- psychology of your woman. You know your woman. And it's time for you to start proving you know your woman and start manning up and getting back in her head, her heart and her mind recapture that stuff and stop playing around again like i said yesterday you guys can stop this you can even if she has started messing around you can stop it but man it all stems from you becoming a better man the kind of man that she wants that she can see spending her time with spending her life with again okay again don't confront the guy why because you're going to cause problems first of all she's going to take his side of course she is. She's the one he's he's the one she's sleeping with right now. <laughs> so of course she's gonna take his side. The husband's just in the way. He's in the way of a good time. She's bonded to him now. She's bonded to the other guy now. Now her bond with her husband is a lot stronger, but she's mad at him right now. There's no connection, there's no emotional closeness. In her mind, he treats me bad. So I'm gonna go over here with this guy that's treating me better making me feel good about myself. He's in the same corner as me, you know? And so if you, all of the thing, if a man confronts another man that's messing around on his woman, somebody's going to pull a gun. Somebody's going to pull a knife. Somebody's going to get their fists. Somebody's going to get their, their feelings hurt. And it's going to be some kind of violence most of the time. Okay. There's a saying that I've said since I was in my twenties, a woman to get you killed. If you let them, a woman will get you killed if you let them. And I tell my wife, I've told both my wives, I ain't getting killed out here in the street for you. I'm not doing that. I'm not stupid. You know, if you encouraging the guy and, and looking at him and stuff, he looking back and then that guy come up there. Listen, we leaving. I'm not sitting there going to get shot in the middle of the street over some stupid stuff. Even if a guy's talking to my wife and she's rebelling him, you know, you know, distract, you know, trying to get away from it. That's what we do. We get in our, we, me and her go, we get in the car and we leave. We don't look back. We don't talk. We don't say nothing. That's how you handle that kind of stuff. Trying to be a, trying to confront some dude that you don't know what he's got in his pocket. You don't know what he knows in self-defense. You don't know nothing about that dude. And you're going to sit up there in a bar or in the middle of the street, in the mall, whatever, try to confront him. And he's sleeping with your wife and she's allowing it makes no sense it makes no sense logically that's why christ 
you have to think about Christ when in this kind of situation. Why? Because Christ controlled himself above all. He controlled himself. And that's what he's asking of us as men to control ourselves, to think logically, stop being emotional about stuff. Don't go out here in the thing and get shot in the butt because you're acting silly. Don't make sense. Okay. First, so that's it. You don't confront the guy because somebody's going to get hurt and then she's going to take a sack anyway. So how do you do? What do you do? What you do is, man, is you look at yourself and you reflect on yourself and you say, man, what have I done? What have I done to cause this in my life? What have I done? And most of the time you'll come to the right conclusion. When you control yourself, you can think about it logically. And so what you do is as a man, you start to think about, okay, I did this, this, and this. That's, that's probably why my wife is screwing around on me. Yep. I was mean to her. I called her names. I treated her like another dude. I didn't treat her like a woman. I, I wasn't passionate about her. I, I, I just kind of just kind of let her go on her own for these last five, six years or 10 or 20 years. And that's why she's lonely and she's kind of by herself. And that's how she feels. So she's going to go find, she would go find somebody that was going to make her feel like I used to make her feel. Women all about emotion. Okay. So once you know that about them, it's easier to handle the business. Okay. As long as you don't get trapped up in it. Now, the last thing is you change yourself. And what does that do? When you change yourself as a man, first of all, that draws your wife back to you. Oh my God. That guy, because your wife doesn't really want to be with this other dude anyway, y'all. She really don't. But she's going to tell you, he makes me this and he loves me and he cares about me. But what she's really saying is, I'm mad at you. You treated me bad. I don't trust you. Um, and this is why I'm, I'm away from you right now. But she's going to tell you all of this kind of stuff. And you, what you got to do is look as a real man. You got to look past that. And start doing the things within yourself to draw your wife back to you so that, again, when that relationship is over, and most times it will be, then your wife will come back to you because her bond is strong with you guys. You guys are married. You have children together. You've made love in the past. Those are very strong bonds. And you were once probably best friends and had a great friendship. Those are very strong bonds, and your wife wants that back just as much as you do, but she ain't going to give it back to you easy. So you're going to have to earn it, okay? So now, that's it. We're going to take a real quick break. I mean, a real quick break, and then we will be right back. Ugh. Okay, we still on it. See, y'all, that was a quick break. I wasn't lying. <laughs> so, okay, let's get with it. First of all, before we get started with this again, I'm going to um, reiterate the quote, today's quote, and I'm going to read it again because it's very important if you just think about it, okay? Um, because it's, it's a really a good thing if you think about it. So the quote of the day is, no one... Absolutely no one believes in divorce until they want one. So what do I mean by that? And I, that's something that I've, I've coined my, you know, for a long time. And and the why do what do I mean by that? That nobody believes in divorce until they want one. 
because I hear all the time, oh, she's Catholic and she's traditional Catholic and she's she's no way she knows she knows God believes in them believe in divorce and she's Christian. She goes to church every single Sunday and she's an Orthodox Christian and she's this and that and she knows whatever, dude. Whatever. This is why you got to understand women and how they are and how they think, dude. Yeah, your wife will love you all. She, she will love you 10 times more than you love her until she believes you don't love her and you don't care. So what does that mean? That means is I'm with you until you prove you don't love me. And then I want divorce and I don't care about God. I don't care about the Catholic church. I don't care about my church on the corner of 21st and Meridian. <laughs> I don't care about what my pastor's saying. I don't care about what my priest's saying. I don't care about what my parents saying or my sisters or my friends. I don't care about what none of them saying. I want divorce because I'm getting away from this jerk. That's how they think. That's how they think. Men are the same way, but we ain't talking about men. We're talking about women. I don't want to get bogged because I'll be on that all day. But we're talking about how women think, and I don't want to confuse y'all. Um, but yeah, that's how it is, man. No one believes in divorce when they get married. Everybody thinks this is going to last forever. This is going to be great. I'm going to be different, right? We're going to be different. We're not going to get divorced. I'm not going to neglect my wife. I'm going to always love her and be nice to her. I'm going to always love him and be nice to him. Blah, 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 blah. How many times you heard that one? Until they in court and then they try to cr uh, cr crush each other. <laughs> so look, man, you guys got to understand like uh, one of the ones yesterday was, am I in competition for my wife? You are in competition for your wife every day, gentlemen. Please realize that. This ain't no joke out here. People today have no morals. We are a morally bankrupt, degenerate society. People will take your wife. They don't care how many kids she got. They don't care. So you up there at work, are you doing your thing, thinking everything's cool, totally oblivious to what's happening in your life, and then you come home and everybody's gone? Dude, don't you cannot no longer in this day and age stick your head in the sand and think your wife just gonna hang out. You know why? Because your wife has too much support. Everything in the United States, everything in this society, everything in this, in this, this demonic society, man, encourages a woman to be on her own, that she don't need you, she don't need her kids, she don't need God, she's God. She is the one. It's all on her. And everything in our society today, man, tells her that. And so you're going to neglect her? Matter of fact, a guy going to go get his another woman on her? Like she ain't going to mess around? Come on, man. We got to get our heads in the game, dude. We really do. This is life. This is life right here. Talked to a guy the other day. I said, you know, we had a marriage appointment. We supposed to meet. He messing around, jerking around. And he late. Ain't trying to act right. You know, don't let me. I'm texting him. He don't text back. So I cancel on his butt. What you cancel on me for? I said, man, because you ain't serious. You ain't serious. This is your life. You came to me. I didn't come to you. You came to me. This is your life on the line, bro, brother. Please take it serious. This is your life. You are about to lose your family. Please understand what I'm saying. And guys, I don't know what's wrong with us. We just thick-headed. We can't, we can't see it. It's like, dude, your wife has said I want a divorce. And you think, and we think we still got two years. 
I have guys tell me all the time, man, I wish I had talked to you five years ago. I wish I had talked to you six months ago. And I'm not dogging them out. I'm just saying this is how men are generally because I was like that too. You know, I always think I got more time. I always think I got more time. I always think I got more time with God, with my wife, with my kids, with my job, everything. Just one of them dudes. I got more time. No. When God ups the ante on you and your wife ups the ante on you, you have no more time. It means you got to get it together or it's going to what? Get worse. Okay, so that's what that quote's all about. So real quick, what we're going to do, man, is we are going to review the first 10 yesterday and then we're going to do the next 10. So this is going to be real quick, real quick. So the 40 reasons Catholic wives cheat. Okay, number one yesterday was their husband is a bad or adequate lover. Number two, their wife, uh, uh, a husband's wife was abused sexually as a child. So look, real quick, let me say this. A lot of these things might not seem like they pertain to cheating, but man, it does. It does because we're broken. And so when we don't go to God to help with that, that, that brokenness, which is called concupiscence, we, we do things that are irrational, that, that, that make no sense. And so that's why I kind of put a little explanation on each one when we go so that you can kind of see, you think about this in the term of, well, I can see why my wife would do that. And that would lead to unfaithfulness. I can see that. Okay. And all of these do lead to faithfulness, especially when you start putting more two, three, four, five, and six of them together and stuff. Okay. So, um, let me see. So number three, uh, the wife has had sex outside of marriage. Number four, the wife doesn't embrace God in her life. Number five, her husband neglects her. Number six, her husband does not listen to her. Number seven, her husband does not defend her with his family. Number eight, the wife doesn't pray. Number nine, she feels her husband doesn't love her. And number 10, of course, one of the big ones is menopause. Okay. So that's the ones from yesterday. If you want to get more into those, then what you do is you listen to episode 174. Uh, you can go to my YouTube channel, um, uh, Catholic Alpha Radical Live, or you can go on um, Rumble and or Facebook and they're there. Okay. Next. Okay. So now let's go with number 11, the next 10. So Number 11, there, your wife has had, did not have a father in the home. Oh, oh, I ain't got to say that about cheating, right? Of course. You ain't got a daddy around. Of course, you're going to be prone to cheating because you don't understand men. You don't understand that stuff. You understand, you know, the authority in the home of the man has. You don't understand the man at all because your father wasn't around. Many times, single mothers or wives drive the man away, which leaves a vital part of a girl's up which is a vital part of a girl's upbringing. As she grows, she doesn't really understand authority or how to build a relationship with a man, or she has had no model as she looks for a husband because her father was that model and, and, um, and he was not around. I cannot tell you how, this is what you hear. You guys hear me say all the time, how important you are as a man. You can we can kind of understand with our sons, right? We can't because you know we're we're a man, our sons are a man, so we can kind of understand why they need us. But man, daughters, you know why daughters need you? 
daughters need you, man, because you are the example of her husband that she's going to be looking for when she goes out in the world. I ain't going to lie. My wife be saying, and other people have said, you know what? Our daughter Lauren's husband looks just like you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that's a little family joke. But it's it's not too far off base. If your daughter respects and loves you and looks up to you and you are a godly man and, and a moral and you're not a moral degenerate, that you are so important in your daughter's life. I mean, because when she's out there, she's always what? Looking for that man's like my daddy. She is. In, inherently, that's what she, it's an instinct. And if, if you ain't around, this is why I tell guys, do not leave your home when your wife says leave. Hey, I pay rent here too. That's why I tell, because once you leave, your kids, man, your daughter ain't going to see you no more. And your daughter's going to start acting like, most of them will start acting like their mother acts towards you. So this is how important it is. When you hear me say single mothers, what they do is because they all screwed up emotionally, they drive men away. They drive the father away. Now, like you guys hear me say all the time, it's not just, you know, the, the, the father has problems too. But what I'm saying is talking about women. And women, I've seen it happen many times again, they drive the man away, and then the man goes, man, screw that. Because, man, we like, we what? Path of least resistance. <laughs> we ain't trying to go. People say, how could you abandon your child like that? Man, that woman's crazy, man. I'm not trying to, every time I try to see my kid, man, she got a knife at me. <laughs> Right, y'all know I'm telling the truth, man. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Women can drive you away because this is how you know that the relationship, the marriage is the husband and the wife. The marriage is not, I'm sorry, the marriage is the God, the husband, and the wife. The marriage is not the children. The marriage is not the children, man. Because when the mother and father and God are together, man, the kids are going to come along. The kids are going to be cool. Okay? So this is what wives do. They get mad and drive the husband away. And the husband's like, man, I'm not trying to put up with that stuff. I come across guys like that all the time. I don't blame them. Man, I don't really blame them. I mean, still, that's wrong. And you got to man up and do what you're supposed to do. But I understand what I'm trying to say. Okay? Um. So you are important in your daughter's life because your daughter is out there trying to find a husband that is like you, that is like you. She's using you as the model. This is how important you are in the lives of your in the lives of your daughter's life. OK, next. Number 12. Her parents are divorced. Oh, this kind of goes with the last one. This one, this is one of the greatest keys to a successful marriage. If the parents are married, even if not, if even if it is not a good marriage, the kids will try harder to stay married. If the parents are divorced, the kids learn to quit. And cheating and giving up on her husband is a result of this. <laughs> Do I gotta say any more? I look, just look at society, baby. Look at society. Happens all the time. Divorced women will try to screw up another marriage. They can't help it. They don't do it on purpose. 
That's why, man, you can't. When I hear guys all the time, yeah, man, she's hanging around with this divorced woman. That's why she wants us to separate. That's why she's talking all different. That's why she wants to divorce the stuff. You know why? Because divorced women put the pain of their relationship and their 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 history on your wife. Your wife, your wife wanna be completely happy. <laughs> right? Your wife might have been completely happy, dude, about how your marriage is going. She understood you. She's like, look, you know, you kind of a jerk sometimes, but I still love you. But she start talking to this divorced women. She start might start thinking anything. That's why when your wife is in the workforce, man, your wife is around divorced women. Dude, you got to you got to keep your eyes about what's going on and you got to be on your game. OK, so if a wife. If you're the woman you married, if her parents are divorced, there's a great, great chance that when things get hard, she's gonna go and do what her parents did. Sorry, that's the truth. So, how do you do that? Well, you go start cheating around. You, you start quit. You start going to other avenues of how to break up and get away from it. Because that's what your parents did. And to you, to her, your wife, it looks easy. I hear guys say, well, my wife says she her parents are divorced, so she's never, she's not going to do that to her kids and do that to me. Yeah, right, whatever. Dude, the way you got to look at marriage is this. As long as you're on your game, the marriage is going to be cool. When you start slipping, and you start slipping for months and years and decades, guess what? The marriage is over. And so this is why you got to be like, okay, learn how to communicate, learn how to build a great marriage. Stop jacking around. Okay. Next, number 13, spiritual warfare. Her husband is not praying for her. Oh, how many times you hear me talk about that one? It ain't no joke. I tell the guy that yesterday. He didn't believe me, though. He didn't believe me. He didn't believe me. Dude, you allow... When you don't engage in a spiritual battle, spiritual warfare for your wife and your marriage, dude, you just asking for Satan to come in and just ruin your run your home. That's what you're doing. One of the one of the number one of the biggest missions of a man is to defend his home from Satan. If you're not doing that regularly, man, what's going to happen is you allow evil in your home. Come on, man, don't don't allow your your job is to protect and defend. Okay, protection is what? You're going to protect from physical outside assaults on your home, right? I see the burglar. He's trying to come in my house. I'm going to bust him in his butt, right? We all get that one. But the second, your second mission as a man is to defend your home against the diabolical, dude. <laughs> and you can't do that with a gun. You can't do that. You can't do that when your wife's at work and your kids at school and you at work. How are you going to physically protect them then? This is why you need the Holy Spirit in your life, in your marriage, or the Holy Spirit in your, um, in your life, in your home, to help you protect your family when you are not in presence of them. Okay? It is much easier to keep evil out of your home than it is to try and remove Satan once he is in. I can't stress that enough i i say it all the time because it's so i learned it on my i learned it it's easier a lot easier to keep Satan out of the out of your house than it is once he's in to get him out once he before he gets in man you know you protect your house with holy water and you know sealed with salt and stuff get blessed oils and stuff you praying spiritual warfare you ask the blood of jesus to protect you from your from, from the diabolical from satan stuff man you rocking and rolling man you got the sword in your hand and you kicking it you know 
And then you, that's easier to keep him out then, ain't it? But once he gets in, oh my God, now you're trying to, you're trying to, you're working backwards. You're working backwards. And most of us go through that part. We go through the working backwards. Oh my God, I jacked off before and let Satan in. And now I'm trying to get him out. It's a lot harder because people are your wife, uh, your kids, they're in the habit of doing certain things now. And so the diabolical has entered your home. And so it's very hard to get to him out of there. All right. A husband's main mission as a man is to defend his home, marriage and family from the diabolical. If he is not entering into spiritual warfare every single day, there is a high chance that he will eventually open a door to allow evil in his home. So opening the doors, if you if you not if you not trying to grow closer to God, you're trying to grow closer to the devil. That's it. I'm not going to go that deep into that because we ain't got time, but that is it. This is not a joke. It's not a joke. I'm not a stupid man. You are not a stupid man. And you know, if you think about it and you, if there is a God, then you understand there is Satan and there is the diabolical stuff. Stop messing around and trying to act like trying to act like this ain't part of your life. And it really is. It really, really is. If um, if the husband is not entering into spiritual warfare every single day, there's like I said, there's a high chance that he will open the door like guys who are doing like if you're a husband and we have mortal sin. What does that mean? Infidelity, uh, pornography, masturbation, raping people, whatever mortal sins are. And, you know, I have a, a whole series on the mortal sins if you want to look at them. But. Those things open up the door to the diabolical and God leaves. Once we commit a mortal sin, God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Mother, all the angels, they get the heck away from you. Maybe you're, I don't know. So I, I don't know if, if you're, I'm sure your guardian angel hangs around. That's probably the only one. Because <laughs> that's his job. He got to hang around. He got he to gotta hang with you <laughs> every day. Okay. So it's important. Um. And once in the grace, um, if let me see, and once in the grace from God leaves and chaos ensues in his home, example, his um, he becomes diabolically and his wife becomes diabolically influenced and rationalized cheating on her husband. Okay, so this is one, this is how you know that evil has entered your home. Your wife is unsettled, your kids are unsettled, you're unsettled. You know, uh, a woman is cheating or she's asking for a divorce or she's not communicating with uh, her husband or she's um, at work all the time and she doesn't uh, uh, they don't have a relationship hardly anymore. There's no closeness. That's evil. You know why it's evil? Because marriage is a sacrament for you people that aren't Catholic. A sacrament is marriage is a sacrament. A sacrament is what God is ingrained grace. So when you get married, when you get baptized, when you have holy orders, when you do confirmation, all these things are, um, um, uh, when you go to confession, all of these things are sacraments. And sacraments are what Jesus Christ in the Bible and in his church gave to us that that's infused holiness, like infused grace. So this is how you know that God is there. If you got all this turmoil in your marriage, man, then obviously the sacrament that 
you and your wife have done something to to kind of take that sacrament where the the holiness and the the grace is not working like it's supposed to be. And what I usually say is Jesus Christ gives us the grace when we get married to have a beautiful, sacramental, loving, Catholic, holy marriage. But it's the man's job to keep that going. So when we as a man, when we get off on our job and we're not praying, we're not in a spiritual warfare, we're not communicating right, we, we cease to be curious and loving to our wife, then we are basically allowing Satan to enter into our homes. Okay, enough on that. Number 14, your wife feels her husband won't change. So she feels her husband won't change. Once a wife nags and nags and nags and begs her husband to see her pain and tries to get him to make the marriage better and he ignores her over years, the trust leaves and she feels it is useless to try and save a marriage where she is the only one trying and promiscuity ensues. Look, so this is a very important thing. I hear it a lot from men. Like they wife, the wife will tell them, you are not going to change. Why are you trying to be nice to me now? You weren't nice to me before. And so the trust is gone. So every time, you're trying to do something that's nice or loving. She doesn't trust that you're doing it for her benefit, really, or the marriage, that you're really just doing it for yourself because you're the one that's hurt. You're basically selfishness. This is why when we when we allow the emotional connection to leave our marriage, the, 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 the marriage has degraded. Your wife, when you're trying to get her back, she thinks everything you do has a motive. Like it's not really for her or her the marriage. It's really you because you're hurting because the husband's hurting because um, because uh, the wife has told him I want to leave or or like now you're going to try to be nice to me and try to buy me flowers and candy and all that kind of stuff. When you weren't doing that before, you weren't. You weren't nice to me. You called me names. You know, you arguing fought with me all the time. You know, you neglected me. You know, you had another woman on me. You know, um, you didn't make me feel special. And and so that's kind of how women think once, you know, when she when she, when a woman says that you 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 ain't gonna never change, that's what she means. Okay. So that will in a lot of times ensue her well if if um he's never gonna change, that means I might as well just go ahead and do whatever I want. Then your wife becomes selfish. See, guys, a lot of the stuff that you hear, it might not seem like it, it goes to cheating. But what it does is it's, it starts your wife to start to be how she thinks you are as a husband. She starts to think, well, if he ain't going to change, then why should I keep him? I'm just going to be selfish like he is. And so when she starts thinking and acting like you act, in her mind, I can do whatever I want now. I ain't got to tell you where I am. I ain't got to tell you who I'm with. I ain't got to tell you I'm coming home from work. I ain't got to tell you I'm going out to dinner with the girls. I ain't got to tell you I'm with another man. That's how it works. I'm sorry. It's real sad. Anyway, number 15, she feels uh, the marriage is hopeless, which goes along with you won't change. Once the emotional closeness is gone, many wives start to wonder, why am I here? And begin to plan to vacate and take the children. And her husband has no clue. In my series, Clues your wife wants a divorce. There are 33 things, maybe a little bit more, about 
your wife and the clues that she gives when she feels like this, like the marriage is hopeless. Okay. Um, remember, women never play it. When they, women never do things quick. They're not like men. When it comes to relationships, I'm saying. So what they'll do is if a woman has given you months and years and decades to get together, then eventually she'll start planning and she ain't going to tell you nothing. She, you won't even know unless you know what to look for. And she'll plan for a year, two years, three, four years. And what will happen is that's the way you, you'll come home and your wife's like, I want divorce or I'm leaving and ain't none. And you try to beg her. You try to be nice to her. You try to buy her flowers and candy. You try to buy her a new car. No matter what you do, she is not trying to hear it. You know why? Because she's been planning for years. She's been planning this for years, brother. And so just think about it. If you have been planning to buy a house for 10 years and you finally get your credit together, you finally found the house that you want. You finally found the land that you want. You finally got all the stuff in it that you want. And somebody goes, say, oh, man, don't buy no house, man. That's a waste of time. You're going, man, I've been planning for 10 years to buy this house. I'm ready. I got the down payment, everything. Is anybody going to talk you out about that house? No. Why? Because it conflicts with your plans. It causes a conflict. That's not what you want. So your wife is the same, is, would be the same way. And you would be the same way, too. But men, we don't plan for years like a woman does. Women think I got to get my money together. I got a better place to go. And she's got to get support from all her other friends and stuff. Uh, she's got to get the courage to leave. That's why it takes them a lot longer. So when she springs it on you, to you, it seems like it just happened two months ago. Nope, it ain't just happened two months ago, brother. It happened three years ago. Okay. That is just the way they are. The good thing of it is, man, during that planning stage, you can always turn around because your wife doesn't really want to leave. She doesn't really want to cheat on you. She really doesn't. Matter of fact, every day she's looking for things, ways that you have changed so that she can say, well, I guess I ain't got to mess with this guy no more. I guess I ain't got to leave no more. Okay. But guys don't, we, men don't look at it like that. We try to quick fix. We going to be, we lazy. We don't do what we supposed to do. Okay. Again, I'm not talking about women because women got they. I know women put it like this. I know it seems like I'm on the woman's side. I'm not on the woman's side because men have their problems too. Women have their problems too. But what I'm saying is I'm trying to give you the clues and things to help you know why your wife or any man's wife is trying to step out on them and the things and her and, the, and her thought process of what's going on. Okay. Next, um, number sixteen, the emotional connection is gone in the marriage. Once a couple allows the emotional closeness to degrade so far, wives feel lonely and unloved, and open themselves up to anyone who is willing to give them the, the uh, give them the attention that their husband has failed to give. So, gentlemen, guys, this is why the core that right there number 16 is the core of why women cheat that's the core that's the big daddy the emotional closeness is gone ain't no ain't no feeling there i'm numb i'm done 
I had I did I done gave all I could give and I ain't trying to hear it no more. Yep, that's the big one. Um, and so what they do, this was easy on the cheating. So what they do, they go try to find somebody that can get make them feel like you used to make them feel, like I said before. You know, that makes her feel important, that makes her feel loved, that makes her feel cherished, that makes her feel like a woman again. That's a good lover, at least in the beginning. But guess what? That stuff don't last, man. A, a man, a home wrecker can't keep up the expectations. See, that's what's so great about it. If you understand how this works, man, you realize that you was with that was you was with your wife for all those years and you couldn't keep up the expectation. So how you think some new guy that don't love her really, that don't really know her, how how is he going to keep up the expectations? He can't. He can't keep it up for long. This is why I try to tell y'all, man, you can talk your wife back. Hell, I talked my I told a guy yesterday, I talked my wife back three, four times, my first wife. She came, you know, but I couldn't keep her there forever because after six months, a year, two years, she did it again. This is what you need a marriage coach for to get you if you if you are aware enough right now to know that I have serious marriage problems and I don't want to be like that man or have that marriage that Jerry talks about every day. If I have the awareness, I want to get that taken care of now. I don't want to be on the back end. If my wife is still in the home, if my wife is still um, talking to me, she's I can make her laugh. I still have somewhat of an okay, mediocre marriage. Then I need to get that taken care of now so I can get a great marriage. If my wife is gone, has she asked for a divorce or she wants to leave and or she's taking the kids and gone, whatever, then it's even more imperative that you get on the on the track of I need to get that fixed, especially if she's with another man. Okay. But the key to all of this is the emotional connection. Without it, there is no marriage in her eyes. Okay. Next. Number 17. Her husband doesn't make her feel she is priority number one. I alluded to this earlier. Gentlemen, you must at all times make your wife feel she is the most important person in your life. You think that this should be a given for your wife, that she should understand that, that she should know that. Nope. But it is not as women are what? High maintenance. Every woman's high maintenance. I don't care if she earns a dollar or she got billion dollars. They all have maintenance, and you need to start understanding that. High maintenance of you got to let them know you care, that you love them. You got to hold them and kiss them and cuddle with them and make love to them right. You got to pray for them. You got to give them the mass, church, and stuff. You, dude, you got to be on your game. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all, but you got to be on your game all the time. Now you go, Jerry, that's a lot of work. Yep. It is. But guess what? The payoff is astronomical. The payoff is astronomical. Okay. So, and if so, but it's not as, like I said, winter high maintenance. And if she is not shown how important she is to you daily, there's always someone else out there who is willing to take your place in this area. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. We've talked about that one. Okay. Cheating is bad. Infidelity, adultery, it's bad, but they don't care when they don't have an emotional connection or they feel that they're not important to you. Okay. Number 18, her husband has stopped dating and courting her. Ooh, 
Women don't sign up to have tons of kids, take out the trash, do dishes, work 80 hours a week, and have bad sex. They sign up for their husband's love, and once he stops this again, this opens up the door to another who will. As husbands, we must understand that our wives want to be courted every day. This keeps the fire burning for them. Okay. I can't tell you, man, how many women that I know that brag about their husband. They talk about him all the time, my wife included. It's not that we're so great. It's that they think we're great. And that's all that really matters. I also can't tell you how many women, guys, women, I guys, wives I know, who talk bad about them, can't stand them, talk about how they can get away from them, talk about all the, I complain about him all the time. And so, I want you men to understand: if you have not, don't have not listened to one thing I said over these past two days, here's one thing I want you to try your best to hear: if your wife. Ain't shouting from the mountaintop how great a husband you are. You got a bad marriage. You in trouble. You in real trouble. Yep, it's the truth. Oh, my husband did this. My husband did that. Oh, he loves me. Oh, he cares for me. Oh, he took me here. He bought me this. He did this. Oh, I I just love him so much. Oh, he just loves me so much, girl. Or you know what? You know what he did? He he didn't pick me up on time from work. He he didn't he didn't compliment my dinner. He he um he don't he don't spend no time with me. He's always at work. I don't hardly ever get to see him. He's a bad father too. He yelled at our son the other day. See, man, see the difference in those two men? They probably the same men too. <laughs> it's just this is why you have to understand. It doesn't matter what I think, and it don't matter what you think. It matters what your wife thinks. It matters what your kids think, and it matters what God thinks. Okay? Number 19, two more, and we are done. Her husband has no, her husband has no or has stopped showing passion for his wife. There's no way a man would not show fire and passion for his wife when they are dating. But once married, and he has so-called conquered her heart, Many times men get lazy and complacent. This is a recipe for unfaithfulness and boredom in marriage. Today, all we hear is partner, partner, partner. Our wife is not our partner. She is our beloved. And on a daily basis, we must remind ourselves of that. Okay? Gentlemen, you got to show passion for you got to kiss her passionately. You got to hug her passionately. You got to hold her hand. You got to whisper in her ear. You got to play with her and tickle her and, and pat her on the butt and whatever you do to get your wife to laugh and giggle. Because as your wife gets older, they start to go, well, what is my life about? Just like you do. The older you get, you ask these same questions your wife asks. What am I doing? What is my life about? What am I here for? Well, your wife asks the same thing eventually, you know, and guess what? Her first attack, her first thought to is, is my marriage, how's my marriage doing? My husband. And if you haven't been making her feel like a woman, she going to be like, well, that's one, that's something that might need to go. Okay. The last one for the day, her husband is having or has had an affair. Self-explanatory. 
A man must realize because of his of his God-given role of leadership in the home, his wife and children instinctively, instinctively follow his lead. So if he has an affair, his wife will eventually follow suit. Don't get mad. You open this unfortunate door. Okay. So, gentlemen, listen, this is we got to realize a guy, you're a man. I know you got needs, but that's why you act like Christ. You got control. We got control ourselves, right? I can't tell you how many men they had an affair on their wife, and their wife don't have an affair right now. Your wife, her, your wife, a, a woman might wait, wait three, four, five, ten, fifteen years before she has an affair, and you know what she's gonna say when you try to get mad? Uh-uh. You had an affair too. It might have been twenty years ago. <laughs> I mean, 20 years ago, she don't care. If you have an affair on your wife, especially if she's got a weak faith, your wife is going to have one on you, even if it's for, for vengefulness. And it might be two weeks later. It might be a month later. It might be six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years later. It don't matter. It's going to happen. The thing about it is, is, man, you can get you can try to um, hijack that before it does. Okay, that's self-explanatory. Another thing, too, credibility. Credibility. We say we love our wife. We say she's important to us. We say we love God. We say God's that's important to us. We say we love our children. We say they're important to us. And then, as a husband, we go out and flirt with another woman. We have sex with another woman. Or we have an emotional affair with another woman. What that does is kill all the credibility. It kills all the credibility. Okay, and that's that's a, that's a, that's bad. That's bad. I know we make mistakes, but you gotta look at it like that. Everybody's looking at us as husbands. Don't think that your wife and kids, your parents, your friends, everybody, your your, your brothers and sisters, God. Everybody is looking at you. You know why? Because you're you're the one in the home that everybody looks to. Okay. Um, and it's time that we start taking it serious. All right. So that is it on that. We will be right back. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within thirty.
Okay. And so what I want to say before we leave is I want us all to understand, like, I don't talk about the faith like many people do, like, like many Catholics. I, I don't talk about the faith like the many do. I, I, I look at the faith different. I, I put the faith, I try to put the faith in our Lord in in your life by real world stuff. You know, and and because we've got to connect with God. We must try to connect with God on how it how God is in our life our daily life because then then we can we get to know him and then we start to love him and we grow closer to him you know um and i'm not seeing how other catholics and other orthodox christians come to the faith that's you know i'm just saying what i try to do and because i found that people try to say that the faith is not complicated yes it is the Catholic Church is very complicated. Our Lord is very complicated. He's a complicated man. He was a complicated man. He's a complicated God, too. And so in order to learn him and love him, we have to un- try to understand how he affects us and comes to us in our everyday life so that we can embrace him. Okay. So, and that being said, so today I hope that those first 20 that you guys got some out of, we're going to hit the next 10 tomorrow. And then uh, the next show after that, we'll hit the final 10 and we'll be done. But I wanted to take the time to do this series because I think it's important that you men understand the psyche of your wife. Um, And if you're a single brother, you know, one of them young bucks, one of them young bloods, you know, how women think, how your girlfriend thinks and stuff like that. Okay. So with that being said, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is up on you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang!